In today's episode, it's about me and you. Wow, I really can't believe I am already on episode seven of my podcast, working it out with Jay Rico Blanco. It has definitely been a ride and an experience. All numbers are lucky, but for some reason, I felt that taking a moment with every seventh episode to recap the previous six episodes and to allow myself at least a week extra to disconnect would help me to find balance and let listeners catch up on the previous six episodes. So resuming three weeks from now, returning to an every two-week episode release schedule, and then repeating this process. So think of it like this. Every multiple of seven will be a recap with an extra week off for me. As you know, I strongly believe that balance is important. So, what have I learned as a first-time podcaster? I've learned that feedback, whether good or bad, is extremely helpful and will allow me to grow. Initially, I got off to a rocky start with my audio, and as episodes were created, I learned the ins and outs of editing and creating for better sound. But it doesn't only start with better sound. It starts with the pre-work that I do before the episode is recorded. Since the beginning, I knew that a template would be crucial for consistency and allowing myself to comfortably fit into the type of show I wanted to present. Having a template also allows future guests to listen and get an idea of what to expect. There are some audio that I cannot remove, and that's my voice. I think a lot of us, we hear our voice recorded and we don't like it. We leave a voice message for someone and we hear it. And uh, we laugh because we don't sound like we think we sound, Uh, but it's authentic, it's real. I have also learned that I say um, U-M a lot, and the word so, S-O, so often. Finding myself doing a lot of editing to get those words out of the final recording. Now, I try not to say um and say so during an interview unless it is necessary to build upon the conversation. Interviewing takes a lot of back and forth and to let the guests and listeners know that I am hearing the guests and that I am an active participant in the discussion. So sometimes, so... Our um is a necessary component of that conversation. I have also learned not to interrupt. Interviewing for a podcast is much different than an in-person casual conversation because you are thinking in the future of how this is going to sound. When I'm having a casual conversation, which the podcast is intended to be, I am challenged with whether or not I'm thinking about the future or I'm in the conversation. So once again, sometimes those little identifying keywords to show that I'm listening to the guests and that I'm having a conversation are necessary to keep me focused and centered in that moment. As a first-time interviewer, I have learned that I enjoy connecting with my guests and highlighting what makes them so wonderful. I also 
enjoy finding parallels in our approach to setting goals, parallels in the creative process, and an overall zest for life. My guests are dynamic and they are living their best life. For me, I am living a dream, a dream that I thought that I, (laughs) actually, let me put it this way. I am living a dream, a dream that I didn't know would give me so much satisfaction. The dream started with me writing my first book, working it out, a spin instructor's guide to creating playlists for efficiency in your work, home, and personal life, and quickly manifested into this podcast. Writing my book was a giant leap for me as I struggled with imposter syndrome and felt the same way about starting a podcast. I wondered in both situations what my contributions would be. I knew that I wanted to share my existing knowledge with the reader and the listener. Whenever I struggled with a chapter, concept, episode idea, I would ask myself if I were writing, thinking authentically. Most times I felt stifled in thinking authentically because I was only thinking about whether or not what I was writing or planning would be well accepted. I had to overcome my fear and write an interview authentically to showcase what I have learned and have inherently known. This has allowed me to break new ground with new knowledge and challenges. All this was great, however, During this process, I knew that discipline would play a key role in sticking to the schedule or rather goals that I have set for myself. Recognizing this, I created new space on my calendar and physical space at home to work on my writing and podcast goals. You'll notice that I said that the podcast manifested after the book, but I am speaking as if both happened simultaneously and in a way they did. It goes back to the age-old question of what came first, the chicken or the egg. I feel that way about the podcast and my book. Both were simmering in the back of my mind and needed to present when it was time. Once it was time, I had to decide which pathway I would take to publish my book and which format my podcast would be recorded in. And in case you're wondering, I chose Zoom. Although my podcast isn't a videocast, all recordings happened on Zoom, allowing me and my guests to meet anytime, any place, and in any time zone. In addition to this, I also had to figure out what type of format I wanted. Was it me talking about ideas and concepts, or would it be me chatting about those ideas with a guest? As you know, I chose the latter. And I'm so thankful to share in the experience with each guest. If you're wondering about my book, my book is similar as it is a casual conversation between me and the reader. There is so much that I would like to share about podcast creation and the work that goes into it. But I honestly think that it is something I'll write in a blog post to have something future podcasters can reference. But for now, let's get to that episode recap that I promise. In episode one, I learned from Lauren Brush that mindset is everything and that one must be ready to set goals and smash them. Goal setting is an integral part of growth. 
In episode two with Ota al Ajwan, an independent clothing designer and custom designer for many television shows, we both agree that creative inspiration is all around us in music, art, nature, and in our dreams. A life you desire is yours for the creating. In episode three with Allison Brown of To Be Frank Nails, I learned that identifying a need allows us to create something magical and helpful that can meet that need. To Be Frank Nail Polish is designed to have a universal feel with access to everyone. In episodes four and five with Tracy Baldwin, author of Life Disrupted, I found that speaking about vulnerability and mental health really does help and has a place in our society, not as a deficit, but as something that brings us together and allows us to help one another through difficult times. I also learned that being interviewed for a podcast can be rather scary. I was on the other end for episode six and answered questions that Tracy has at the end of every chapter in her book. Tracy and I both agree that authors, podcasters, writers, creators, anyone who shares a personal life experience helps others who may relate to a particular experience or know of someone who may be going through personal trauma. In episode six with Kylie Dorr of the Fixer Up podcast, I learned that a sense of adventure and willingness to look at opportunities can help you grow beyond titles of married or divorced, daughter or sister, and beyond the four walls of your home, and help you find hidden doors where you thought there were none. Looking back at my notes for each episode, I am amazed at how what started as an idea and scribblings on paper has evolved into something that I have found useful and worthwhile in today's world. I oftentimes go back and listen to my episodes with new takeaways. The teacher becomes the student. As I move forward with future episodes, I hope to continue to find common themes expand your knowledge, and highlight the wonderful everyday heroes of our time. Please like and subscribe and share with your friends. My handle on Instagram is working underscore it underscore out underscore J Rico Blanco. And my book, Working It Out, A Spin Instructor's Guide to Creating Playlists for Efficiency in Your Work, Home, and Personal Life can be found on Amazon.com. Please like and share and I look forward to sharing the next episode where I interview Veronica Ronnie Romero of CrossFit Warehouse, aptly titled, Find Your Inner Athlete. Until then, be well, with much love, me.